Some things have changed. Don't say that. Uh, I'm, I'm ignoring you. Holy crap, that was crazy. Time to twist your nips. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us under the library. This is an actual play called Cthulhu podcast where we actually play. Our story is created collaboratively in the moment with no scripts and no financial support. So if you would like to help out with some of that financial support, head over to underthelibrary.com slash support. There you'll find links to the snake's oil, our first module, and our Patreon account. Again, that's underthelibrary.com slash support. And if you're a tabletop RPG gamer looking to get more out of your gaming experience, check out our other show. It's called Up Your RPG and can be found wherever you get your podcasts. My name's Arthur. I'm playing Buddy. Once again, we have a pretty small crew tonight. So I am joined by Emily as Colette, Rick playing Sam, and as usual, our keeper. His name's Michael. Michael, the show is yours. Hey, Under the Library is a horror tabletop role-playing game set in the Call of Cthulhu universe, featuring horror and other unsettling imagery. Not safe for Scott is your signal. The following information will be graphic. If you're concerned, skip ahead, but stay with us. And on that note, if you often mix up your spouse's name with their sibling, you're probably in the right place. Oh, God. And I'll turn it over to Emily with last episode's recap. All right. So, Sam leaves Elroy's room at the motel to talk with Buddy and Colette, and they discuss the possibility of going to Bloodstone. Later in the conversation, Henry overhears Sam talking about exploding heads and confronts him, chasing him off at gunpoint. Buddy and Colette leave to visit Dr. Gardner, and on the drive, Colette admits she's tired of living the life of a fugitive. When they arrive, Ellen, the assistant, engages Buddy in conversation made awkward by her extreme nervousness as Colette, alias Lulu, heads in the back with the doctor. Their conversation quickly stalls as Colette asks very specific questions while refusing to share any information about her situation. In the meantime, Sam drives back to the farm and his family. He retrieves the bike from the back of his truck and leaves it on the porch as he enters the house. Cheryl is nowhere to be found, but Amos, little Amos, is thrilled to finally receive his new bike. Sam finally finds Cheryl on the back porch and proposes a family vacation to Bloodstone, to New Bloodstone, South Dakota. And in between this episode and last episode, Sam died. So Rick will have a new character. <laughs> uh, Rick, you want to tell us about your new character? Or we'll just meet him in a little bit. No, I'm going to be playing little Amos, who's so excited to be going up to Bloodstone, but mourning his father's passing. What humor we can find. No, uh, we're good. Did, did I? Okay. All He's right. got a new bike. He doesn't care that much. I, I, I'm going to be playing Rachel. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Amos rode off into the sunset in his new bike. Yep. He doesn't care about anybody else now. 
Okay, I think we will hop right back to Dr. Gardner and Colette. We left off with Colette uh, saying what to Dr. Gardner? Uh, the last thing Colette said to Dr. Gardner was, what's your relationship to the facility? She stares back at you. And as y'all know, for Dr. Gardner, this be, would be totally out of character. But she looks back at you, Colette, and she says, I wish that whole damn place would just go away. Me too. As she does, she drops her pin on a metal countertop behind her. And I need you to make a sand roll on that note, Colette. Yeah. I think that's that 12 is probably fine. Okay. And you tense. You feel all the muscles kind of all the way up your neck tense. Mm -hmm. uh, the last time you've been in a medical facility was. Yeah. Wasn't a great time. Yeah. So go ahead. I was there, you know. And I, I don't have words for that. I want you to know that. But I want you to know you're safe here. Essentially, what I'm trying to figure out is if they did anything to me, if anything is different. I've heard rumors. I've heard stories. I have my own spotty memories and I Wait. can I stop you? Yes. Are, are you saying you went in there pregnant and you left and you weren't? I she's looking very uncomfortable and grimacing and says yes you don't you okay and everything y'all know from dr gardner colette wouldn't but everything y'all know dr gardner is pretty unflappable and you just see her whole face fall and it's like her eyes are cursing i mean she's just she's trying everything not to be livid on the exterior well, then Colette's eyes are getting pretty big. She goes, those fuckers. What do you know? What do you know? Do you know something? I don't. There's strange things all the time, but whatever it is, it's not right. So she puts all her stuff down and she comes back over to you this time and she starts just kind of like pressing on you. She's um she's checking your glands like on, next to your throat. She goes, do you remember anything? I remember. And I, I won't relay it all, but I'll I'll tell her the bits of the room that I remember laying on the table, um, the, the one conversation that I do remember when they told me that I had miscarried. And 
everything else is a blur. And at the end, I will say, I remember being injected with a liquid. And that's why I asked for the blood test. They injected and me with something purple. And so she's flipping over your arms at this point. She's like looking to see if she can see any scars anywhere. Uh, and she goes, where did they inject you? Yes, Keeper, where did they inject me? Like upper arm? Sure. Okay. You can tell me. It's your memory. Great. Great. Is that where they injected you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or how about like... <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you pointed to her neck. Ooh. She went for the neck injection. <clears throat> uh. Upper arm's fine. Okay. And uh, she's like, are, are you okay if I raise your sleeve and look look at your arm? Yes. And, and so she looks and she rubs, but uh, she can't see anything. And she's like, are you okay if I like check your abdomen? Yes. Yes. And so, and so she's like, she's pressing. She's just like, she's just kind of doing her routine. And she goes... Why don't we do this? I'll take some blood here and take a look at it in the back. And I don't know what we're looking for here. I I can't promise anything, but at least while you're here, I'll look. I want to ask you for one more thing. This isn't my memory and this isn't my knowledge, but some of my compatriots knew somebody that came back from the facility with what they called a transmissible virus a like something that could be passed from person to person and i i mean can, can you tell if i have something like that And she looks at you and she says, if, if I didn't know otherwise, I'd tell you you were perfectly healthy. There's, there's nothing about you that, that says you're, you're ill in any way. And, and of all the, of all the things I've heard of, I haven't heard of anything being transmitted though i've seen some awfully sick people and but you don't seem sick at all i don't feel sick i'm just i'm so paranoid now the more that i find out the more i wonder what i don't remember i have another question she she her trust for dr gardner is growing pretty quickly obviously and she's just letting more things come to the surface uh the person that recommended you, Sam, Sam Wagoneer, do you know him well? And, and she chuckles slightly. That that like brings a smile to her face. She goes, everybody knows Sam. <laughs> do you trust him? <clears throat> do I trust Sam? Well, I mean... Do I think he means any harm? No. Do I think he makes the best choices? No. 
do you trust him to tell you the truth? I'm going to roll on that here. <laughs> I think so. I mean, it's probably the truth as Sam sees it. I wouldn't take it as gospel. I wouldn't take it as a science textbook, but I think it's probably as truthful as Sam can be. I don't even know why I'm saying all of this. I, For some reason, I trust you. I just... I am panicking, but I don't want to start a panic. And I don't know if... I just met him and he was talking, he, Sam, told me about this virus. And in the same conversation, he told me he was lying about parts of the things that he said. And I just don't know if the part about the virus is true because if it is, it's horrific. Miss Lulu, I don't want to say Sam's lying about the virus because certainly there's strange things happening around here all the time. However, I don't know how much you know about Sam's past, but he's prone to, let's just say, some dark fantasies. I should retcon that Sam never said it was a virus. He said it was infectious. <clears throat> and I haven't seen anything come through here that would validate his concerns. Well, if there's any way you can look for that too, I, I don't even know what to ask for. Just tell me I'm not going to die with... With... We, we all die, honey. We all die. And with that... But their I'll... heads explode. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> we'll cut over... That's fine. We'll cut over to the waiting room with Buddy. Oh, no. <laughs> Here we go. Awkward conversation. Let's go. And And she's just kind of... You get the sense, buddy, that she's essentially there to keep you busy or to keep an eye on you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But and and she's not trying to make extra small talk if you don't want to. Okay. Are, are there magazines there? Is it that sure. kind of waiting room? Okay. Sure. Yeah. So this buddy's gonna pick up like a you know I don't know Reader's Digest or whatever the magazine was. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Sure. A little Reader's <clears throat> and, yes. No, you know what? I'll give you. I'll give you this, like, buddy. Uh oh. There's an action comics on there. Oh, sick. Okay, yeah, yeah. Buddy's definitely reading that. 100%. Okay. So, yeah, he's he's just sitting there reading and, it, you know, trying to hear if there's a conversation that he can hear. Um, but, you know, if he, it, it, when, when I rolled before, it seemed, you know, maybe they're just out of earshot, so I can't hear it. And that's fine. Uh, no, you just, I, you rolled to see if you could get closer. Make a listen roll. We'll okay. see if anything happens here. Oh shit! There that... might have been a raised voice or two. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's a hard success. Okay, so you heard 
you heard parts of it. You heard like the the fuck them. You heard Doctor Gardner uh, kind oh. of curse out loud at them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would have heard pieces of Colette talking about being pregnant, mm-hmm. and then the the baby not being there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think probably the end pieces too about uh, her wanting a blood test. I think would be you know, uh, makes sense. Okay. And that's nothing that, that buddy has not, was not already aware of. Right. Colette. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I've known all that. So nothing. Yeah. I don't think there was anything in that conversation. Probably buddy wouldn't have known. Right. Although buddy may have the impression now that we can trust Dr. Gardner. Oh, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Yeah, you could take that. And away, Dr. Then. Gardner doesn't know that there's somebody wearing a uniform of the facility that she said, fuck the facility about sitting in her waiting room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, Buddy wouldn't take offense to that because he very much, you know, sort of feels the same way now. Um, right. No, I just meant I'm thinking about Dr. Gardner's. Re- oh, wait, she did see you. Yeah, she did see me. She came out mm-hmm. to the waiting room. OK, yep. never mind. Yep. All right. And then um, I would just say, even while you're reading, though, you kind of every so often slip your hand under your coat. Not like it's going anywhere, but mm-hmm. just like when you have something and it's constantly on your mind mm-hmm. and you want to check to make sure it's still there. Yep. Just like if you had a $10,000 in that pocket, mm-hmm. you'd always be checking that letters kind of. At some point, probably when he finishes the comic. Um, <clears throat> he would leave it open and maybe um, page a couple pages back so that it's still wide open and reach in, take the, the envelope out, open it up, look at it, think for a minute, close it back up. Because I'm, I'm picturing an envelope folded in half. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So open it up, look at it, fold it back up, put it back in the pocket. Okay. <clears throat> not Not I quite hope. ready yet. Then we'll cut over to Sam. Oh, this could be fun. Yes, it will be. And so where where are we in relation to where we left off? Immediately thereafter. So you go to handle this you go to handle this pamphlet. And can you make another sand roll for me? This could be so good. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go, baby. That's what I needed right that's, there. That's the expression we wanted to see. Uh, that's what I needed. That's... Oh my God, is Sam really not going to Bloodstone? <laughs> Sam, you get your you get your yes, and I get my and. So here we go. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I have a question to ask. Can you critically fail a sanity roll? Is that a thing? <laughs> yes, you can. You can. You can. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So a ninety nine isn't a good thing, nigga. <laughs> Oh, Sam! It's going to be great. Oh. Uh, Michael is just a glow. Look at him. <laughs> he doesn't so, know what to do with himself. At some point, <laughs> this this sequence will become not safe for Scott, but we'll, we'll wait and let y'all know when. Tell me what you and maybe this is. I don't know if your mustard gas uh, visions when you were when the mustard gas went off. What did you see? Uh, well, that's a great question. Uh, I guess the the thing I would probably have initially um, 
is we were charging uh, across the fields. Uh, and this is maybe the first time they were used or we weren't accustomed to it. And uh, initially thought they were just maybe artillery smoke uh, blowing out towards us. I then noticed sort of a burning, stinging smell, a uh, uh, hot sort of sulfury uh, uh, um, uh, smells followed by, by, by more explosions. And then we started to notice... Um, our, our our eyes and our nose and our throat started to burn, um, started to vomit uh, and cough. Uh, 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 blood starts dripping out of our noses. I'm trying to yell to the to the man next to me, but my voice is hoarse and closing up. I'm getting short of breath. I'm starting to cough, and the more explosions start going off. And one goes off a couple of yards away from me, and I'm splashed on the side of my face and my neck with a. Uh, sort of this uh a potent liquid that immediately starts to burn and i and i kind of collapse on the ground uh, writhing in pain and uh uh next thing i remember is just me yelling medic medic or hearing somebody yell medic who knows i i don't know if, if i was able to even get the words out um and uh and then waking up uh, uh bandaged uh with blurry vision for for for, for weeks thereafter all right. So as you hold it out, the pamphlet, Cheryl strikes a match to light a cigarette. And the sulfuric fumes of the match hit your nose, right? And... automatically sends you into the field and you see Cheryl's face and there's blood coming out of her nose, right? And she's talking to you, but you can't hear her. You just hear the screams of the men on the battlefield as they're running around. Yeah, And you feel the burn. And the next thing you know, you kind of go through this whole vision um, you wake up, uh, you've lost eight points of sanity damage. <laughs> you have no idea how much time has passed. You're sitting on the porch with your back up against the wall. And Amos is shaking you awake. And he says, Dad, Dad. Dad. Hey, miss, is that you? Dad. Where are we? Where? What's wrong with mom? Where's, where's mom? Dad. Dad, what's wrong with mom? Where, where's she at? And I, I open my eyes and, uh, and I'll try and focus. I'm guessing it's blurry, and I I, I try and land a, a, my eyes on on Amos, and I'm wiping them because uh, I guess they sting, probably, or at least they feel like they do. And uh, I said, what, "What are you talking about, Amos? Your mom was right here." And as you look over, she was like sitting on a a, a swing, like not a swing, like a like a wooden uh what? Is, I'm trying to think. 
there's the there's the chain swings that like the, are attached to the those roof slidey and, benches. Yeah, the slidey. <laughs> she's like on a, a wooden yeah. slidey bench. Yeah. And she was the last time you saw her, she was sitting there, and all you can see now is a hand hanging off the side. Cheryl. And I and I and I try and get to my feet. And we'll and... cut to Colette. Jesus Christ. Okay. <clears throat> Great. I need to remember exactly where we were. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. So we were just talking about whether we could trust Sam. But, oh, what a great segue. Yeah. But at this point, I think I was being examined and I really want a blood test. So okay. how's that going? Uh, right. So she's drawing your blood. You got to make a sand roll to get through the blood draw. Sure. Needles are not my friend. Uh, that's borderline. Let me <laughs> find my. Oh, that's a fail. And you can't burn luck on sanity. Right? No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and um, you take a point of sanity damage as or sand damage as the needle goes into your skin and it you remember this injection you're you're not having a flashback to that moment but you see your blood going into the syringe and it just it's really unnerving for you right like it would make sense so i guess as the needle punctures my skin i would my whole body would probably jerk just a bit i don't know what that would do to the blood draw unfortunately yeah we might even i you go faint for just a moment okay uh she brings you back she finishes the blood draw from the exterior you would see you go faint and then she finishes the blood draw and then um she's putting a cool rag on your forehead as you come to and she's offering you a glass of water Are you are you are you okay? What happened, Lulu? Lulu, are you okay? Uh yeah, I think so. What? I, did I pass out? You did. You did. How long? Uh, just how just long? A few, just a few seconds. You know, being unconscious would. I hate to ask for a sand roll, but that's gonna be a trigger. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I mean, that would be a bigger trigger than the needle. Okay, then. Oh, true, true. Uh, all right, take two points on top of that, then. Two points on top of the one? Yeah. Oh, thanks. We'll put you at three. Thanks. You're welcome. So glad I pointed that out to you. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> Just being uh, honest. And you start shaking considerably, and she's going to put a blanket around you and say um i'm gonna have to take this to the back and run it would you like ellen to come in with you or would you like to go sit with your friend i'll just go out i'll go out and sit with buddy and she called ellen ellen and ellen comes around the corner and buddy you would hear her calling for ellen right and uh you know uh she says ellen can you take lulu uh, back to the waiting room and uh, keep an arm under. I, I don't want her slipping and hitting her head on anything. And so... Uh, I'm fine. I kind of just try to push Ellen away a little bit. Yeah, I don't want to be helped. 
Right. And she says, Lulu, I'm going to help you. But I need you to let us take care of you, too. So please let Ellen walk you. There's no need for you to bump your head on anything or if you get faint. Nothing's going to happen right now. I'm just going to go check your blood. I'm fine. And and Ellen looks back at the doctor and kind of shrugs. And um, she just basically kind of acts like a support or uh, she's spotting you, essentially. So if you yeah, were to yeah. fall, she would catch you, but she's not going to touch you. Good. And so you, you, buddy, you see a very shaky Colette coming back into the room. Yep. So buddy would have stood up when Ellen walked out. Um, so seeing them come in, he would sort of rush over and say, are, are you okay, Miss Colette? I'm what, fine. What happened? I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. Does she look fine? Like, no. <laughs> she, looks, she looks really pale. Right? Okay. Like, yeah. All right. Like then she just passed he's going to, he's going to stand next to her and walk next to her. He's not going to touch her, but uh, you know, he's walking just in, in case there's a, um, you know, in case yeah. something happens, he can catch. Okay. So I'm just going to walk back to the seats where we were sitting before. Yeah. The couch. The couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The couch. Okay. And while I'm out there, I will tell Buddy, we can, I don't know if you want to play it in conversation or not, because we just did it. So everybody listening knows. Mm -hmm. But I would tell Buddy about the conversation and stress the fact that I don't know why, but I feel like we can trust her. I haven't really trusted anyone but you and Eddie Mm -hmm. since before I came here. But I don't know. She... Okay. Well, I I trust you, so um, I I guess that means that I would trust her too, uh, because I I think you have pretty good judgment about that. Uh, And and we have heard from some other people. (laughs) I have good judgment about that because I I trusted you and Eddie and no one else. (laughs) And I I I mean I trust Eddie, uh, and I I guess I trust me. So uh, I think that makes sense. And you know I, I think. Your 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 judgment of Mister Wagoneer is probably pretty good too. So, um, you know, he's while he seems like he's trying, um, you know, might not might not be right uh, right on it all the time. So, uh, it seems like uh, like you know what you're talking about. So, uh, she did say can... he means well. Who? What? Doctor Gardner said that Sam means well. Yeah, I you know. Hmm. He recommended her, mm-hmm. and I asked her because because I need I need to just I need to know who I'm dealing with, and I don't know. She kind of laughed. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, well, but that, she didn't seem to. I mean, we talked about the facility and about some of the things there and her anger was palpable. She, I think if she really knew something bad about Sam, she probably would have said it. Well, that's good. And she did seem to know him. Yeah. Yeah. She said, everybody knows Sam. Interesting. I guess he did get mentioned a couple times. 
in, in our interviews. Uh, is is Ellen within earshot? Yeah, 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 because she helped okay. escort. Yeah. Okay, I won't say what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you know how long it's going to be? Um, what, what, are we wait, what are we waiting for now? Are you ready to go? I, well, I don't know. I guess I'll look at Ellen and say, because uh, is she still there with She's still yeah, there yeah, with yeah. us. She's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. hanging out over us. Okay. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Do you know how long a blood test takes? Do you know how long I should wait? Well, if she was going to send it off, it'd be a few days. But if she took it back to look at it under the microscope, maybe she'll be back in a little bit. She said she was going into the back room. I guess that might be where the microscope is. Give her 10 or 15 minutes and maybe okay. she'll be back. Thank you. And on that, we'll cut over to Sam. Oh, Sam. Uh, say, Amos, go, go inside right now, Amos. Um, go go inside and I need you to get go to your room and, and, and don't leave for, for a minute. I, I need to I need to figure what's, out what what's happened. Wrong? Here. What's wrong, Dad? I don't I don't know. Uh Something, something happened. I need to figure out what's happening here. Just promise me you're going to go inside right now, Amos. Oh, you she doesn't boy. look right, Dad. Amos, please go inside, son. I'm going to go take care of your mother. All right. And so he he runs in and he slams the door behind him. Uh, this is kind of a huge rattling bang that further unsettles Sam. Yeah, I'm sure. And and I just like and I just like bite down, grip my teeth. And uh, even give myself like a slap or two, and I, uh, uh, and I take a step over or two towards the bench. I go, I go uh, Sh Sh Cheryl. This part will this part will be not safe for Scott. So if anybody's listening, oh so, fuck! So as you as you raise up and look, um, Cheryl's uh, back is up, and her face is towards you. And she's bleeding out of the nostrils like she was in the must, like in your mustard gas vision. What? Uh, and I, uh, Cheryl? Cheryl? What are you doing? Describe to me what you're doing. At this point, I pro I'm trying to get a, I'm trying to, can you paint it just a little bit more in terms of she's like so off? she's. The she's porch? she no she's laying across the bench. Oh okay. Her back or essentially her back is up and her head is twisted around completely and so her head is facing up. Oh her head is facing up as in backwards. Mhm. Mm well that answers that. Oh. You, you can't fix um. that. Oh, no. And I look down at my hands. Are my um are my hands bloodied? There's no blood on your hands. And I look at her head. I mean does do I see bruising? There's just like blood coming out of her nostrils or like not flowing, but like And I do I? 
Oh no. Oh. Are you oh. are you looking at her? Are you like I'm trying to look at her. Yeah, okay. I'm trying to see sort of is there like can I figure out what happened or can I'm so are you at her like neck? are you I'm tr are you like leaning yeah. over and looking at her? Yeah. Okay, and her arms fly up and grab you. Her eyeballs disappear into the back of her head, and she says to you, "You didn't leave a cow out." <laughs> oh fuck Shit Who is this? I'm sorry. I thought we put the cows out. I'm sorry. I don't say this is real. This isn't real. And I start slapping myself. And you you can't because your hands are locked down by your side. And you can feel the cold metal underneath you as you're staring up at a bright light. And you feel something being inserted under your ribs oh, um, repeatedly. Oh, oh, fuck. And I'm trying to scream. Can I scream or do it? Does anything come out? Is it sort of like is it sort of like when I was I had the mustard gas and I couldn't scream? But I yeah, is that yeah. Probably pretty similar? Yeah. yeah. And then there's this intensely, it, it's not a sound, it's almost inside your head, which squelches all the noise coming out of your body. And it it says to you, leave the cow out. And, and I mean, I don't know if it might... If I can speak, I would say, but just in my mind, it would be this just overwhelming. You can have them all. Just, just take them. Just give me, give me Cheryl. Give me my, give me my family. Um, let, let us be. And and all of a sudden, you see Cheryl's face, and she's she's shaking you, and she's saying, "Have all of what? What are you talking about, Sam? Have all of what?" Cheryl and I grab her, and I said, "Did you put a cow out?" You left one before you left today or the other day. But it was, I did. I did. Yeah. I just. Uh, I are you are you okay? You're Sam? okay. And Sam, I and I give her a we... hug and I just give her a big hug like just a, like the biggest embrace like since and she uh... pu she pushes you with the chest. <laughs> says i don't know what's the matter with you are we going to this new bloodstone or not we're going we're going we're going but we need to get we need to we need to make sure the cows are good and i'm gonna go talk to uh to our neighbors make sure that they're they're, they're able to put the cows out because we need to have the cows out every night um but we can go i'd love to go and i think it would be a wonderful opportunity for us to have a, and the, a the camera zooms out if we're imagining this the camera zooms out with you sitting on the porch <laughs> and uh cheryl kind of shaking you and then amos in the background falling off of his bicycle like it just falls over and lands in the pavement is his head facing I, the right way i did you did take your eight <sighs> you did take your eight points of sam sanity damage right I, I did and to be fair i took another how many earlier in that same day so okay. was it two no, or three we're good i think i put you through enough 
Okay. I feel like I lost some sanity damage listening to that. That was terrifying. Yeah, I, I was Me too. Fucking, I have not been genuinely scared playing this game until yep. that moment. That, Just yep. ge- that was fucking Jerry. freaky, Michael. <laughs> that was really, really good. Wow. Um, let's, uh, we'll cut back to uh, Colette and Buddy as <laughs> Dr. Gardner comes out. And she says, Colette, you want to come back here and we can we can talk some more? Y- yes, that, yes. Buddy, I'll be right back. Okay, Buddy obviously stood up when she came in. And... Uh, oh, she wouldn't say Colette. She would say Lulu. I'm sorry. Oh, right. Good call. Say, yeah, Lulu. Uh, I don't know what to tell you, except you're... you're just as healthy as I can tell. There, there doesn't seem to be anything foreign in your blood. There doesn't seem to be anything about you that would have give me any concerns. I guess I should be relieved. This is all so strange. What about the pregnancy? I mean, I know you were, but I can't give you any answers as to whether the baby you had survived or not. You can't tell me anything? I wish I could. Uh, She'll just shrug and look. I, I can't think of the word. Essentially very hopeless. Uh... Like, doesn't know where to go next. And just say, I don't even trust my own body. I understand. Uh, But thank you. I mean, thank you. Thank you for looking. Thank you for your time. And so I would assume... Colette, you're going to grab Buddy and y'all are going to exit the doctor's office? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. And are we going back to the hotel? I would assume. Okay. Um, when back in the room, um, Buddy wants to open an envelope. Okay. And I think we can start next episode with that. Perfect. That is going to do it for us. Until next time, you can find us at underthelibrary.com. Don't forget to check out our other show. It's called Up Your RPG and can be found wherever you get your podcasts. With that, for me, for Michael, for Rick, and for Emily, and for the absent Scott and Wayne, thank you so much for joining us. And we'll see you next time under the library. I think a lot outside of my brain, and I shouldn't do that. So glad I pointed that out to you. I wish that whole damn place would just go away. Oh, Sam! You didn't leave a cow out.